with a look at Radio On The Go Sports for this Thursday morning. I'm Dwayne Karstens reporting. Well, number 11, Iowa State men's basketball fell to West Virginia on the road last night. Despite three Cyclones scoring in double figures, the Mountaineers escaped with the victory. With the loss, Iowa State missed a chance to move into first place. Tie in the conference with number five, Texas, which lost at Kansas on Monday. Iowa State trailed most of the game. Jaron Holmes made the Cyclones' only field goal in the final five minutes. A bank shot that put Iowa State ahead 71-70 with a minute 28 remaining. Iowa State did not score again. They had three players foul out in the game. Yeah, it was, uh, I was proud of our guys. I mean, I'd like us to get off to a better start of the game in the half in terms of our ball pressure and setting the tone. Uh, but I did feel like we kept fighting and competing and uh, we're resilient through a game where uh, there's a ton of stoppage, a lot of fouls, a very physical game. Uh, I liked the, our spirit. I like how we competed. But, you know, if you're going to win on the road uh, in this league right now, you're going to have to play your best. Like. And there were 49 total fouls called in the game. Otzelberger details this second half. Um, as the game settled in, we played more in the paint. I mean, I thought we did a good job attacking the rim, spacing them out a little bit and driving them. I think they only had 12 paint points. I think we had 26. So I thought attacking the paint was good to get us caught up. I thought the zone, uh, you know, disrupted their rhythm later. It uh, was effective for us. So, um, you know, I, I, again, on both sides of it, like there's, you've just got to play so well to win on the road and um, I thought we played good I thought we competed I thought we showed a lot of heart but you just got to be perfect the Cyclones return to Hilton Coliseum on Saturday to play Oklahoma State the Cyclones are 12-0 at home this season but yet to win a conference road game the Northern Iowa men's basketball team struggled to contain Evansville's three-point shooting and limit giveaways on Wednesday night as the Panthers fell to the Purple Aces in a difficult 71-59 win in Missouri Valley Conference play. The Panthers struggled to defend the Aces in the first half, particularly from beyond the three-point arc. Well, off to a slow shooting start, you and I held the Aces scoreless in the first seven and a half minutes of the second half as Evansville missed its first 11 shots of the second period. The Panthers, meanwhile, were able to jump out to a 10-0 run to cut the deficit down to seven points with just over 13 minutes to, to uh, play despite the defensive stops and effort to show Evansville's three-point shooting. Turnovers continue to haunt the Panthers down the stretch as the Aces outscored UNI 11-3 in fast breaks in the second stanza. UNI was held to 39% shooting for the game, while Evansville flourished offensively, hitting 50% of their shot attempts. Titan Anderson led the Panthers with 14 points and 12 rebounds, his MVC leading 10th double-double of the season. Also in the loss, Landon Wolf scored 14 points. James Betts finished the night with 10 points. Bowen Bourne was limited to 9 points. Panthers return home for a Saturday afternoon matchup with Indiana State's Sycamores at 1 p.m. inside the McLeod Center. Let's take a look at some other college basketball from last night on the men's side. It was Central defeating Wartburg, a high-scoring affair, 84-77. It was Ellsworth Community College getting a big road win. The ECC Panther men, 82-53 over Northeast Community College on the road, no less. And Iowa Lakes Lakers uh, win at home in Estherville against Nyack, 90-66 on the men's side. On the women's side, it was Iowa Lakes winning 70-66 over the Trojans. Northeast Community College defeated the ECC Panther ladies, 90-47 and Wartburg defeated Central in the women's side matchup down in Pella 65-57 last night. Four student-athletes from Iowa Falls Alden have recently signed to continue their academic and athletic careers on the collegiate level. Jaslyn Daigle of the girls' track team signed to Wayne State in Nebraska last Friday. Daigle was IFA's best sprinter her junior year where she bested 12.6 uh, in the 100-meter dash and 26.32 in the 200 meters. Wayne State College is a member of the Division II-level national 
Collegiate Athletic Association and the Wildcats compete in the Northern Sun Intercollegiate Conference. Three cadet football players also made recent signing news. Ethan Bartlett, Jacob Shipper, and Caden Steffen all heading to Iowa Central Community College in Fort Dodge. Bartlett was the starting quarterback for Iowa Falls Alden this season, throwing for over 500 yards, two touchdowns offensively. He wrapped up 15 and a half sacks or tackles, that is, on the other side of scrimmage. Chipper is an outside linebacker and defensive lineman, also recorded 15 tackles, including two sacks and a tackle for loss. And Ethan Steffen recorded 33 tackles and two sacks and three tackles for loss at the linebacker spot. The efforts from Bartlett, Chipper, and Steffen helped the cadets reach the Class 2A playoffs. Iowa Central Community College just wrapped up a 7-4 and four season, competing in the, the junior college level in the Iowa Community College Athletic Conference. The Grundy Center football team has received the National Football Foundation's highest national honor for academic excellence. The Foundation and College Hall of Fame announced Wednesday that Grundy Center has been named the recipient this year of the NFF Hatchell Cup. The award recognizes the Spartans as the top high school football team in the nation for excellence in the classroom, on the field, in the, and in the community. Along with the recognition, the program will receive a $10,000 donation from Bob Steak and Chop House, a partner organization. Grundy Center was chosen from 60 teams recognized earlier in the month as state winners of this award. The Spartans finished the 2022 season as Class A state champions with a perfect 13-0 record. You can find more information about this award online under our sports tab at RadioOnTheGo.com. The Iowa Girls High School Athletic Union has released its 11th basketball rankings to the final poll for Class 1A, 2A, and 3A. Class 1A girls find Algona, Bishop Garrigan, Newell Fonda, and North Lynn. The top three locally, West Fork, up yet another spot. The women of West Fork, number five in the state right now in the rankings. Riceville is at number 11, and AGWSR has finally moved into the pool. They've had a great season at 19-1. They are number 12, so a lot of area teams ranked in 1A, and that also includes Class 2A, where Dyke New Hartford is the number one team still, followed by Central Lion and Eddyville Blakesburg Fremont. Applington Parkersburg remains number 15 in the top 15. The top three 3A teams are Esther Bowling and Central, Solon and the West Marshall Girls. Osage Ladies are number nine, and Clear Lake is number 13. In Class 4A, Dallas Center Grimes is number one. In Class 5A, Pleasant Valley is number one, and Waterloo West is number three. Number three, that is, in the full rankings available at RadioOnTheGo.com. The North Butler girls basketball team will begin their postseason run tonight at St. Anzier. The Bearcats enter their Class 1A regional first-round matchup following a regular season that showcased a 5-16 record. They were 3-13 in the top of Iowa East Conference. Despite finishing 8th in the standings, North Butler will not be facing an unfamiliar opponent as St. Anzier is also a member of the same league. They finished 11-5. For third place, the Bearcats have had their fair share of offensive struggles but are looking to hold the Saints below their average of offensive output. In the most recent meeting between these squads, St. Anzer came out on top 53-24. to The Bearcats struggled to hold back or hold on to the Rock, committing 32 turnovers. And North Butler finished up the regular season with a win, though, over Rockford and a loss then to uh, Nashville Plainfield in a rematch. North Butler head coach Jordan Knowles reflects back on the strides his girls have made this season heading into the tournament. All the girls have shown a ton of improvement from last year. You know, even, even have that much experience. Casey's obviously the obvious one, but I kind of expected that going into the year. Reagan, especially against Charles City, she's, she's really came along on the offensive side. Her defense has been pretty good all year, but she's really stepped it up offensively. And, and we, we took Brooke out of our starting lineup early in the year, and I think it's the best thing we could have done. I think it was a great decision by us, because now that she's played a couple quarters of and stuff, she's really started to come on and get her confidence back. So I think she's really stepped it up the second half of the year. 
Bearcats junior Casey Weibke will have a pivotal matchup on the block in this first round game. Senior Madison Hillman averages 14 points and 12 rebounds for St. Ansgar, while Weibke puts up 9 points and 12 rebounds per contest for the Bearcats, creating quite an exciting battle between the two best close players in the top of Iowa East. And North Butler boys are actually also facing St. Ansgar in their first round playoff game after finishing a regular season on a two-game win streak. Now that contest for the boys will be on Monday. North Butler girls tonight take the court at St. Ansgar for this first round regional matchup in Class 1A coverage on KLMJ 104.9. The broadcast begins at 6.40. Again, tip-off at 7 o'clock. Over on KQCR, the 12th rated AGWSR girls basketball team, newly ranked, will begin its what it hopes is a long postseason run tonight, hosting Colonesco to start the Class 1A regionals. The Cougars enter the playoffs after a successful 20-1 season where they earned the outright North Iowa Theater League West title. Head coach Mike Finger says the greatest uh, regular season that uh, his teams have put together. It puts them in a favorable position coming into this postseason. It's not about walking around talking about you rated. It's just all about you know trying to avoid those top two or three seeds in 1A because there's some really, really good teams and if you got to meet them, you'd rather you know meet them in Des Moines versus uh, earlier than that. And the Cougars boast a freshman sensation, Nakia Oliver, who is uh, 21.8 points per game, the best mark in the North Iowa Cedar League West. She also led the West in assists and was third in steals. Sophomore Josie Cooper, second in scoring at nearly 15 points per game on 50% shooting. And AGWSR will be facing a Colonesco team as 2-18 on the season, the only two wins happening against the Meskwaki settlement throughout the season. And uh, tonight's game will air on 98.9 KQCR. Pre-game coverage at 6.40 with Jonathan Momwinkle. Opening tip at 7 o'clock inside the AGWSR High School Gym in Ackley. The winner will face either BCLUW or HLV in the regional quarterfinal. Let's take a look at other matchups going on tonight in North Butler's region. On the other side of the bracket, it's Mason City Newman at Northwood Kensett. On the other side of the AGWSR bracket, we mentioned HLV is at BCLUW. Other games of interest in uh, girls' tournament openers, Nashville Plainfield hosting Dunkerton. The Clarksville Indians start tournament play against another area team, the Rockford Warriors tonight. That'll be 7 o'clock in Clarksville. Tripola is also at Don Bosco in that same region. Some regular season girls basketball. Dyke New Hartford number one Wolverines are at Eldora against South Harden at 6.15. Boys regular season. Dyke New Hartford also at South Harden tonight. Part of a doubleheader in Eldora. Clarion Goldfield Dows boys are hosting Southeast Valley. Hampton Dumont Cowboys entertaining Algona Bishop Garrigan for a JV varsity double dip. And West Fork boys are hosting Four City going on this evening. Also tonight some college basketball happening as it is Iowa at Purdue. Big matchup for the Hawkeyes who have been on a roll as of late. And the women's Team, and this is another huge matchup for the Iowa women up against highly rated Indiana. That's a 5:30 game at Indiana for the Lady Hawkeyes. And that is going to do it for Radio On The Go Sports. More available at RadioOnTheGo.com. And we'll talk to you in a little bit. We'll be live this morning. Radio On The Go remote from Dumont Emblem Company and their annual customer appreciation open house. <laughs> <laughs>